0: All right, we're back with the Creator Club Podcast. You're here with John Marsh, and I hope you're doing really well. This show is all about teaching coaches and creative business owners how to bring more money into your business, how to enroll and make sales more easily, attract your clients, and grow your business with confidence. Today, we're gonna do part two of the offer series. We're gonna do three of these. I think all up. Part two is all about building common ground with your clients, common ground with the people that you want to work with as you're going into the sales process or any time around your offer. could be in your marketing as well. In part one, we talked about how to figure out what your clients want and specifically how to do it in their language so that they understand and that's kind of the first step of this common ground thing but we're going to go through three things today that you can apply and think about and it'll help your sales now when i think about this common ground thing i was writing out some notes earlier and the first thing that jumped into mind i remember back at university and there were all these different kinds of professors and lecturers. Some of them were like the super noble kind with, you know, the all the, you know, the professional clothes and, and very uh, sort of uptight in how they taught and they lectured at us, right? They were lecturing at the students. Then there were some other ones who were pretty chilled, pretty laid back and you knew them by their first name. And they were still professors or lecturers, but you had a relationship with them. And a lot of times they'd tell jokes and you you had a laugh and usually you learned a lot more as well. One time with a lecturer in a mechanics class, I studied engineering. One of the classes was mechanics. There was probably 200 people in the room. I was in the front row. This was like at 10 or 11 in the morning. And back then, my lifestyle choices, while not extreme, were probably not the most conducive to, you know, stable, alert energy. So anyway, 10 in the morning, I was kind of having this bit of a crash, feeling kind of sleepy. I think at that time, I was surfing a lot at, you know, every morning at like five or six in the morning. So anyway, this guy's lecturing us and I fell asleep front row and he saw me and he called me on it in front of 200 people. He asked me a question. He knew my name and uh, it woke me up and I had no idea what he had asked and I just kind of mumbled through something. But anyway, the point being that this guy did not have common ground with the students. He was authoritative, right? And this is kind of what we're talking about with your offer. We need to get common ground so that we're not talking at clients. We're sitting shoulder to shoulder with clients, okay? And there's a huge difference, there's a huge difference to your sales. We're not speaking from above someone. We're talking with someone, right? We're sharing with someone. We've got this offer that we wanna share with someone. And when you go to the sales side, this is much more powerful, much easier to make sales, okay? So yes, there's a little bit of authority that's always gonna be there because it's your business and your coach or your you know, service provider, but basically this is all about empathy, all about sort of getting on the same wavelength or resonating with your people. Now we're just going to cover three quick ways to do that. And you can go and apply them straight away to your offer or your marketing. We ran a, a call on this inside of Creator club on Friday. It's Monday now. So a few days ago, and we spoke through this live on some offers and it was really cool. It was cool to sort of talk about some of these points and look at how things like some of the language that we'll go through today kind of play into it and how it also makes you feel more comfortable with your offer as well, which of course in its own is great for sales. All right, so the first thing that we can do to establish common ground in our offer, build more resonance with your clients and help you make lots more sales is to speak in your own voice, all right? Just talk in your own voice. And that's the same if it's copywriting. Uh, It's the same if it's a video, sales letter, whatever. I had a conversation with a, a woman in Creative Club. She's a physiotherapist, and she's very smart, very intellectual. She knows a lot, right? There's a lot to know in physiotherapy. I think she's studying her master's now as well. And we were talking about this because in her content marketing, her default will be to, you know, kind of speak in some of this language to bring some of this high level stuff into the content. And I said, you know, it was basically the same for me when I got out of engineering. It probably took five to 10 years to deconstruct some of the stuff that, we were taught, you know, to get a good grade, you need to do this big thesis that's really long and has these big, long words, stand up at the front and sound really complicated. And whether or not that was true, I don't know, but that was definitely the impression that we all had. And based off of the conversations that we have with coaches and, you know, trainers and movement coaches, the same thing's still running, right? And so we need to if we want to establish common ground, we need to keep this in check because it, it hits most of us, right? So speak in your own voice. Now, the, the easiest way to kind of do this is find someone who's going to be honest with you, right? We, we give this feedback all the time. I look for this feedback all the time. It's hard to find someone who's going to give you the honest feedback, though. Then you read out whatever you wrote, right? Say it's some copy or... You know, like if it's a podcast like this, you get them to listen back to it. And then ask them if they'll raise their hand or just, you know, write down or whatever. Anytime you say a word or phrase that does not sound like you. Okay. We call this coach speak. Whenever the coach speak comes in, you need them to like blast a big siren, right? Or at least write it down, whatever, so that you can come back to it. We will do this in our own copy at the beginning as well, like before we practice kind of cutting this out. We'll do this subconsciously. So having someone listen is a great way to check it, right? Because we often won't see it in our own writing, okay? Or in our own speaking. So that's step one, talk in our own voice. My voice is pretty slow and fairly boring, fairly, you know, mundane. So I'm gonna speak that way because anything else is gonna sound funny because you're gonna know, you're gonna sense that subconscious strain, all right? Now, you can, a quick note on this, you can practice changing things like your voice, things like your writing, of course. It's a matter of internalizing that practice. So only we, if we just speak where we're at based on what we've internalized, it's going to sound great. If we speak based on, you know, uh, whatever our old conditioning or education, and it sounds too high level, it's going to just go right over the top of people and overwhelm them. And you're basically asking the listener to do a whole bunch of heavy lifting to try to understand concepts like, you know, I don't know, whatever there is in your, in your field, all right? That's the first one. Number two is being able to speak to the things that the people have tried in the past, all right? So if you're a physiotherapist, we'll just stick with that example. You know, I, I've been to lots of physios in my time. Booking the appointment unless I've got a pre like a, an, a relationship with them already, booking the appointment is not the first thing that I try. All right, I haven't been to a physio in years, but when I, I remember going, it was not the first thing. The first thing is I would kind of stretch myself, my shoulder or whatever. I'd do some hanging, I'd do some self-massage. I'd try all these different things. you probably go on YouTube and look it up, like shoulder pain or whatever. Finally, I would, this isn't going away. i better book in to see somebody. Okay? Now whether you're a life coach, whether you're a brand strategist, whether you're a business coach, the same thing will be playing out. Movement coach, people have already looked down the YouTube rabbit hole before they reach out to you. Okay? So if we can speak to this calmly and, and talk about it, then it's going to be lots easier to get on common ground because we can they understand that we have a shared experience. This used to come up all the time in our first business, which was in retail. I was literally on the floor selling running shoes to people who walked into the store. And the first thing that I would do is find out about their training, right? The shoes that they used to have, what they liked about them. And because I knew literally every single model of shoe that existed in running in that whole world, I could talk to them about that shoe. Oh, did you like the narrow toe box? Oh, what did you think about the heel of that? And we would talk about the things that they had tried before, plus how they trained, their nutrition, all of that whole world, because I knew it so intimately, I could speak to it. It's the same with us now in small business. So when we talk to a business owner and we're getting to know them, maybe it's on an enrollment call, or maybe it's just a conversation, I can, after 10, 12 years of doing this and working with so many businesses, I can find out where they're coming from, what they've tried, ask them about their marketing. And I know what it feels like to, you know, try to do selfies on Instagram and write lots of words that are really deep and meaningful or try to do, you know, Instagram reels or try to do uh, Facebook ads, but not understand your messaging just yet, or trying to set up a website, but not understanding what a website's supposed to do and how you s- can set it up simply so that it works for you. Having gone through all that, it's really easy to have the conversation and build that common ground. Then when I go to present the solution, what worked for me or what worked for other clients, it might work for you or for this person. It's really easy and we're on the same wavelength. Okay. So in your business, When you're talking to your clients, your dream clients, the big question is, can you speak to the things that they've tried in the past? Uh, They didn't come straight to you. They've thought about other options. They've looked at other practitioners. They've come up with other ideas. Now they're talking to you and there's a reason why they moved on from those other options. If you can speak to that, you're having a shared experience and you're going to build common ground, which is great for the enrollment, great for trust, great for the relationship. All right, now you can do this, of course, any of this stuff you can do in your marketing as well. All right, the last one, and we'll wrap it up, is being able and willing to share specifics in your realization story, okay? Okay your realization story, when you found out either through your own journey or the clients that you've worked with, what the actual true problem was for the people that you work with, right? So for example, let's say you're a personal trainer, you help people get strong, but you also help them with nutrition and lifestyle and some habits, that kind of stuff. And maybe when you started out, you were going to a, you know, a Globo gym, you were doing the weights, you were hitting the pre-workout, you were, you know, doing the bicep curls and all the stuff, nothing wrong with any of that, but you were, you were doing your thing. Right. And you weren't getting the results and you kept kind of tweaking your shoulder and your arms or whatever. And, you tried these you tried all this different stuff you tried different programs you tried training and you know d- doing crossfit or whatever and then you realized what the real issue was right maybe the real issue was you you were overtraining you were going in 5 days a week your lifestyle was out of balance you were super stressed and you weren't sleeping and turns out when you're not sleeping Eight hours, you're not going to recover, your hormones are all out of whack, and you're not going to get the results that you want in the gym. And so you can speak to this story specifically. What happened there? What how did you find out that your hormones were out of whack? Right? Like what did that feel like? What was what was it that made you realize that it wasn't about a different program? It was about resting more right and 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 unwinding some of the stress and from here this is going to allow you to point to the actual you know solution specifically right so you found that the solution was a program that only had 50 percent of the volume and had all sorts of stuff in there to help you rest help you recover and it incorporated float tanks and all this other stuff, massage. And then what do you know? You start getting lots of better results in the gym. So now this is how you work with clients and program with clients. But either way, you know, I made that stuff up, but you can see how I specifically was able to point towards true actual issues that I saw and then point towards specific solutions. What tends to happen with coaches and and creative business owners, is we skip over it, right? We just go, you know, you got to have a well-rounded program. Or even if people share their their transformation story, a lot of business coaches call it, a lot of coaches call it your transformation story. If you share your transformation story, a lot of people will skip over it. Like, okay, well then I, you know, then I, I realized it just wasn't resting enough, right? which is cool, but if you can go specific on some of those details, you're going to paint a vision for your clients on what life was actually like, and that's going to resonate with them because it's going to be close to what they're feeling right now, okay? So that's it, right? Three things that we can do to establish common ground. Of course, it starts out, as we covered in part one, knowing exactly what the people want. But then part two, today, we covered three extra things we can do. Number one, we speak in our voice because then that normal language resonates, it's easy to understand, uh, people get it, right? They don't need to do tons of heavy lifting just to understand the message, and they don't need to feel Uh, below you. They feel shoulder to shoulder with you because of how you're talking. Number two is we speak to things that they've likely tried before coming in to see us. Okay. And your clients will have a whole bunch of this stuff in their life. So you want to be able to bring that up in your offer and in your messaging as well. All right. And number three, you can share specific parts of your own realization story or the realization story of your clients if that's how you found your current solution or your current offer, all right? So you talk to the actual problem that you realize what the actual problem was and what the actual solution was. Uh, A good example of this, one of the guys that I've worked with for quite a while, Toby, he runs a great health coaching program. And he went through chronic fatigue syndrome when he was younger, right? And so he tried all sorts of different stuff. And then he realized what the actual problem was, right? He didn't, you know, he needed the foundation for his health, for his nutrition, for his uh, rest and recovery, for community. Uh, And he was able to pinpoint this as the actual problem once he went through the transformation and he figured it out. And this allowed him to present the actual solution, specifically a step-by-step recovery program that helps people get results. And he's very successful the program's got, you know, I think he's got clients in 51 countries worldwide. Great common ground, great resonance, makes it a lot easier to do sales, a lot easier to do your marketing as well. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll do one more on these. You're offer part three. And see you on the next episode.